here's another week. Can't believe it's been a week already. God, time is flying, especially when you're as old as Andy. Oh wait, <laughs> I am almost forty. It's coming quick. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, but you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, uh, The Buzz. And uh, you can catch us on email at, if you guys want to send a, a letter or a, a notice of how, how wonderful the show has been, or if you want to have somebody on the show that we haven't had on, uh, just send us an email at uh, uh, pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com, and we'll be happy to... Uh, address the question comment uh, and all the above and then too i'd be remiss if i didn't uh, put a shout out to our sponsors the independent order of odd fellows checkwick lodge number 56 downtown valparaiso indiana so it's a uh, it's a good group of of people helping out the community and people helping people so with further without some further ado i am one of your hosts greg sims the other co-host you heard his name uh Andy Bozak, and his brother Adam is somewhere uh, still in Europe, but that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll get him Europe, over man. on someday. He's got to travel more. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's got to travel more. Yeah. And then uh, we have our, our host, or our host, our uh, guest, special guest. Extraordinaire. Guest. Extraordinaire, yes. Uh, Rhonda Young from the HR department of the Porter County, say government? That, that. Wait to say it? Yes. Yep. Is, is that or the official title? Oh. Okay. Yes. So he she handles all the okay. headaches for the county. That's what I'm gathering. <laughs> yeah, so she deals with you a lot from what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> she probably, yeah, she probably no, does get too many no. emails from me. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome aboard, Rhonda. It's nice to have you finally on our show. Well, thank you. And, uh, yeah, so so tell everybody, what exactly does HR do? Well, we pretty much, um, well, I do the onboarding, we do the hiring, unfortunately the discipline, the benefits, we get to talk to the employees, and sometimes, unfortunately, have to do investigations, bad, you know, bad investigations, people aren't getting along, or some accusations, things like that. So the, the HR, HR stands for human resources, correct? Correct. So pretty much you are handling um, anything that deals with the employees, and that's everything from onboarding all the way to their last day, whether that's they quit, they retire. Hopefully they retired with us, but or maybe a disciplinary action caused them not to work for us. But you're involved in the whole process all along, correct? Yes, from start to finish. So how does that work? So, for example, um, say we needed uh, uh, another administrative executive assistant for the council, and we decided to post an ad. How does that work? So we, we would first just post an ad, or do we go to the HR department? Do these um, department heads, they come to you, and then you work with them to come up with a job description, or, or what's your involvement? Well, they come to me, and I used to come up, uh, work with them to get the job description done and completed but now we just got them all done and adapted by you guys so that was half the battle right there it was a huge battle (laughs) yes yes, it was so i don't have to rewrite the job description um now i get to say this is where the council approved this is it so uh we take that job description and um we find out make sure that we find out what the salary is 
and then we'll post it on our website and I will ask the department that if they want it also on Indeed. Knowing Indeed is going to, you're going to get thousands of them. A lot more results, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. From baristas all the way. And, and Greg, the reason that is, is uh, it's really easy to imply, apply to different places on Indeed. So I upload, update my resume on there, then I see a job I'm interested in, rather than having to um, send a separate resume to them, it's pretty much hitting a button. Apply to this position. And you might have to answer a few questions. So it's really easy, but it also means as an employer, you're, you're flooded with responses. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I can't tell you the last time I applied for a job, so I have no recollection of any of that stuff. Yeah, it makes it easy. And a lot of, um, indeed, you can use it for free. So employers can post things on there for free. Of course, if you use for the pay service, your ad gets to be at the top for longer. But if you use the free service, you, you can be on there for a couple of weeks. So it's a really great tool. But again, like Rhonda was saying, if, if they do post it out there, you can get overwhelmed with uh, people that really don't have the skills for the position you're looking to hire. Because it sounds like a cool position. I could do that position, but I don't have the, uh, you know, the background to jump in and, and what the county's looking for at that time. But now, can someone go on Indeed, fill out an application or fill out their, put a resume, and then update their resume again if they want to or need to, and then they resubmit that, or how, how does that work? Yes, they can, um, they can keep on changing their resume. Indeed also does a tool if you want them to write it for you. Um, when you apply online on our website, um, it'll go directly to whoever like if I want them to go to me so I can vet them before the department had it, it'll go directly to me. Or if we put it on our website, we'll direct them to go to Indeed to apply to Indeed and go to a department head. Okay, so you prefer that. It makes it easier for you to to get applicants that go off of Indeed. Yes, it oh, well, is. And, and Indeed has a really cool... Um, interface for employers so you'll see all your applicants you can mark interested not interested you could send back questions um, and it also lets that in person that's applying to the position know hey you know this this job's not interested in you um, or this you're still in the running so it's, it's a very cool tool and um, as Rhonda mentioned they, they do have the ability to write it or write your resume for you but there's also this website out there and it's called Fiverr F-I-V-E-R-R -R. Um, actually Greg we've used it for some of our design work for our, our podcast um, hmm. but it's pretty much oh. you're, you're paying people to work from home and design or write or do what you want to do so if I wanted to do a resume I'd write it up I might send it to this guy on Fiverr that's got a lot of past good works, um, may pay him five, ten bucks, he'll, he'll rewrite it for me, make me sound better, make sure everything's spelled correctly. Um, so it's, it's a very affordable service. So, and the reason I bring that up is I, as at the trucking company, get a lot of resumes where things are misspelled or they're just awfully formatted. And, you know, you're getting so many that usually something like that is a reason to just toss it to the side and move on to the next one. So it's always good to have someone look at your resume. I'm sorry, Rhonda, maybe I'm going off topic or you don't agree. <laughs> Perfect. Good to know. Wow. Very helpful. But anyways, that Fiverr website, they, they create pictures, videos, anything you want, and it's I mean as much as or as much or as little as you want to pay. So it's a very cool website. Oh great. Anyways, back to Rhonda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, why so Rhonda, have Rhonda on again yeah. today, Andy, huh? So speaking of, Rhonda, um, when I first started on the council, I don't believe we had HR. I think you were in a different department, correct? Or they had just promoted you or just created that position. Is that correct? 
Um, there was two HR directors before me, but I was here. I was in a different position in the county. Okay. Um, at a, there were two HR directors prior to me being the director. Wait, two at one time? So you're that good? You're doing the job of two people? No, 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 no. Oh, oh we'll go with that. We'll go with well, that. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> no, there were two other ones. One it didn't last very long. I see, I see. So what made you want to take this position? Because, I mean, it sounds very interesting, but it also, I'm sure, can be stressful at times when you have to jump into a situation um, and you can't take sides and you're just there to try to be the mediator. Is, is that what you do some of these times, correct? Yes. I mean, my background is a lot legal, so I was familiar with the legal system and the judges and the prosecutors and pretty much county government. But so I, I think you kind of need to have, have that experience to come to a position like that. It's, it's really hard to teach someone to walk in off the streets like what the council does, what the commissioner does, what the judges do. No, you don't have control over that. You know, no, they have their own handbook at the judicial. <laughs> so it's really hard you don't, to walk in with all that knowledge. Oh, I didn't even think about that because you're not only having to worry about, you know, um, the federal laws and, and our code of conduct or our whatever it's called um, list of rules, but you have to worry about the judicial rules and all these other things that could come into play too in, in the courtrooms. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It is a lot different. Yeah. Oh, they, their pay is different. They have their own handbook. Their days off are different. Everything is different, but yet they still use my, the HR at the County and still use HR benefits. Mm-hmm. Wow. So now so I, is it also oh. hard to navigate the departments that we have that have a, a foundation and also have their own separate board and how you navigate through that or is that pretty much similar no that is it's very hard to navigate through it because um i'm here you know monday through friday so if, they, if one of the departments that have their own board want to come and see me it's easier for them to get a hold of me than their own board but i have to sit there and tell them this <laughs> is what we would do on this side but you have your own board so oh. good luck <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know, pretty much like, yeah, I can sit here and listen to you, but I can't do anything. <laughs> do, so does HR get involved with um, elected officials as well? Because we are county employees, right? I mean, we're paid for by the county. Um, yeah. So if Greg and I had a dispute, could we come see you? Yes, which is, you know, another hard thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know, elected officials, they run their own offices. So the commissioners can't go into your office and just say, we want this done. And then you can't come into this office and say, we want this done. But you guys are all <laughs> officials. So it's yeah. really hard to navigate through it and who controls what. If the commissioners want to do a mandatory you know, training session for managers, well, what does that mean? Are they only, do they only call mandatory on the 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 departments that are under them or can they say mandatory to, for everyone can't do Ooh, what's the answer there because i keep getting these emails telling me i got to do some training through the county and yeah. i don't want to do it <laughs> yeah, yeah right. um well you can't we can't well commissioners can't make elected officials do anything but uh, they, they get invited to everything um, they can only make the departments under them do something. I see. I see. Yeah. And what they can do is annoy you with sending the same email day after day yeah. after day. <laughs> yeah. And they do quite well at that. <laughs> I, I get them too. It's funny because it was uh, 
the training on um, security and stuff like that for web security. And I, I've for already the computers, had to go, yeah. yeah, I've had to go through that through work. Well, the other problem is is that you have to be at the county for the training to uh, open on your system. So it's kind of uh, yeah. it's kind of a hands tied thing there. Okay. But uh, interesting. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's got to be. I'm assuming you don't get called into too many battles that could be political like that. Um, not within the department heads uh, or not the elected officials. I might have had um, a dispute with um, at the judicial side, which was kind of rough. That was like, you know, you have to go on a balance beam to settle that one. Um, now, how do you argue with a judge? Because aren't they always right? <laughs> in the, <laughs> it was actually uh it was actually their offices fighting oh goodness which got the judges involved. oh i wish we could hear the story on this i know we can't but i really want to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sure that's juicy that was a rough one yeah that was a rough one but normally it's the it's the inner office fighting of the the people inside that are you know the employees the staff so you report direct to the commissioners, correct? Or do, yeah. are you a separate department? I am my own department, but my bosses are the commissioners. Okay. So I don't tell them anything like confidential. Like I wouldn't tell you know anyone else. Uh-huh. I happen to be in their office. That makes sense. Hmm. So what if there is a, uh, and again, I'm just throwing out what ifs. I'm sorry. I don't mean to put you on the spot like this, but what if there was a problem with the commissioners? Do they still come to you? <laughs> no, no. But That's. They, no, they're pretty much, they don't have to show up. You know, show up to the kiddies, you know, they're part <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Well, anyways, Greg, I think we should test the system. I've got plenty of things you and I can fight about if you want to just pick one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like like, like, why you never uh, buy flowers for anybody or when you do, you, you, you elevate the price to 50 bucks. You, you try to extort us. Yeah. Oh, so, Rhonda, we decided we were going to get uh, flowers for Joy for the administrative <laughs> administrative assistant day um she's a council admin assistant for our listeners and um so we we went around and and i decided i was going to do the order well i (laughs) spent like a hundred and some dollars on this one um what is it called those flowers that are like real sensitive and like it's one beautiful flower that's like foreign orchids yes yeah so we spent like 115 120 whatever it was on an orchid and so i collect all the money from the different council members they're all giving me crap like how did you spend this much and it's just one flower and i go but she loves it yeah it didn't last but uh, i think a month month and a half because it died (laughs) we were wondering why he wasn't fiscally responsible (laughs) you see Rhonda, that's what it was Uh uh-huh i thought don't use names andy but you know we did have somebody that didn't want to pay right <laughs> that was a, an interesting conversation <laughs> yeah I, yeah I, I, so could uh, could that have been an hr thing i guess is andy's question yes it could have been that would have been my life that's interesting and then Rhonda <laughs> would have been mad we didn't buy her a flower yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh excuse me yeah but uh Rhonda, what's the what's the best thing about your job you can say working with Andy. You can just say it. I, you could, but she doesn't want to lie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this job is when people come in to me when they're retiring. Oh. I love What's that process like? Yeah, tell us. Well, they come in here and they want to, you know, do their checklist and they want to make sure they give me their badge or their keys and, and 
they're finally all settled and relaxed. They've already been through the Social Security and PERF. And so now they're coming in and they get to see me on a good note. And we talk about their future plans. And it's they're always so fun and so relaxed. And I always congratulate them. They finally made it. <laughs> so I love your uh-huh. retirement plans. Huh. That's my favorite. Do we, I, on any given year, I mean, is are there... Like, is there an average of, like, three retire every year or five or? Um, I would probably say, you know, five to eight. Okay. Yeah. they You get you get vested here after ten years. So they uh, make sure they get vested and they've been through Perth, but they're all good. Wow. So for the listeners and somebody that may want to, to work for the county someday, what what is that? Can you explain what the vested means and how it benefits the people? Um, we have PERF, just like the school teachers, and there's two sides of it. There's Wait, a, what does PERF stand for? you got to explain it. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. not, it's called INPERS, I-N-P-R-S, I-N-P-R-S. So it's what the, you put in uh, so much out of your paycheck, and the county puts in their portion. So there's two sides of it. If you're here less than 10 years, you can take your portion that you had paid into it. You don't get vested after 10 years, so after 10 years, you would have both sides, and you'd have a um, pension for the rest of your life. So what's that like for a councilman? If a councilman is doing it for 10 years, they um, actually get a pension for the rest of their life? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Greg, i got to win another election someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get um, man because the county's putting mandatory in, you're putting mandatory in, and after ten years, you get a pension. Oh, that's amazing! See? So there you who, go. Who controls um, because it's kind of it was a little different for me because in my f- company that I work for full time, um, you know, when I put in my four hundred one k or my Roth, <laughs> um, I choose how much goes in there. But perf's a little differently, correct? It's a, a, a the state already said a percentage is going in there. You can't put in more. Is that correct? You can put in more. Um, you can, yeah, this, it's already state like it's already statewide what they say, but you can actually volunteer to put more. But you you know you don't have anything to do with the company putting more. But we do also offer um, a deferred comp through nationwide, and so mm-hmm. a lot of people use that. It used to be through Who's Your Start, but now it's nationwide, and a lot of people use that too. The difference between nationwide and PERF is one's pre-tax and one's post-tax. Oh, that's a big difference. Control more on what where you want to put your money on nationwide for as far as stocks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty interesting. So, I, th- one of the benefits of working for the county is perf. What What are some of the other benefits of working for the county? We have fantastic um, health insurance. Yeah, and yes, we have uh, United Healthcare, which is it's all called UMR, and it's phenomenal. We have the high deductible plan now for all new hires. We used to have um, the PPO plan is still offered for those that are grandfathered in that were hired from um, January 1 of 21 prior. But oh, okay. I deductible. And the county puts in $1,200 for a family on your, high, your HSA and they'll do it in quarterly. So that's nice. Right off the bat, you know, you've been there, if you've here a year, you'll get $1,200 in your HSA, your health savings account. Every quarter? No, $1,200 total a year. 
Oh, okay. I, was, I might be in the wrong plan. We might have to talk, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's divided up quarterly. And that's another thing when you say that, Andy. Um, it is nice to be able to come in and talk to someone with enrolling because a lot of people don't understand the HSA. Mm-hmm. They want old school PPO. So the HSA is actually beneficial. If you're single, it's only $25 a month. And that includes free dental. Oh, wow. wow. So, no, if you have a, so if you do family, it's $50, um, $50 a month, and that's the dentals included, and now you're going to get $1,200 in your HSA for the year. And the high deductible, what's what's that deductible on that it's, plan? It's uh, $2,800 for a single, and I believe off the top of my head, $3,800 for family. Wow, that doesn't seem outrageously high to me. No. It seems pretty you're fair. You're going to put more in your HSA because that's pre-tax also. Oh, wow. Wow. Cause I, so when we had um, my third daughter, Abriella, I decided it would be a great idea to get my own insurance and go to a high deductible plan, not knowing that we were going to have a baby. Yeah, she'll tell you to this day, she's the most expensive child. And the reason is, is I was on a $10,000 high deductible plan at the time. So, yeah, that came oh out of pocket. That's <laughs> really a big bonehead move on my part. Wow. <laughs> it was years ago, but... A lot of people don't know, too, that even if you have your, your wife or your husband or whatever, you both have insurance, um, you can't be on the opposite. One can't have a PPO and one can't have an, a high deductible. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, federal law. Because me and my wife both have our own insurance because it's offered at work, so it stinks. costs us more money, but. <laughs> yeah. She could be on ours a secondary. She is. <laughs> and then you but... get the a Franciscan. <laughs> Right. Well, and the benefit would be if she would start having babies, then that would pay off for us. It would make it worth it. But oh. she doesn't want to have any more babies. I don't know. <laughs> you already got, what, seven, don't you? <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> four. Four. But we got a three-bedroom house, so that's why she doesn't want any more babies. You're on a soccer team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> So, Rhonda, um, so we talked about the health insurance as a benefit. We've got this this great retirement package that's a benefit. Um, something to me, as a, as a perfect person working in the private industry, that I see as a benefit, don't you guys have, like, 52 holidays a year? Like, I get five holidays a year, but I think county employees get 96 or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think this year it's up to 12 or 13. But, yeah, that's we awesome. get a lot of holidays, too. And... and And to me, I I know we've got a lot of positions to fill in the county, so I'm kind of selling the county here. That's why I'm asking these questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Another benefit is, is, and correct me if I'm wrong, because it's not every department, but most departments work 35 hours a week. Is that correct? Yeah, it's 830 to 430. We just don't get paid for our lunch. So it's up to 35 hours. So that's a pretty beneficial thing to have, too. And then how do they earn, uh, because that's another thing that we have in the county that I don't have at my job, is I have sick time. But we actually have PTO in the county, which is a little more flexible, correct? Yeah, I um, I wrote the handbook in um, 2018 and rolled it out in 2019. I changed, we used to have sick days, personal days, and vacation, along with the sick bank. Well, oh, wow. the, the sick bank... It's violating every HIPAA law there is. <laughs> so I wanted to have oh. that, so I changed the sick and personal to PTO, paid time off, and kept a vacation. And there was a reason why I kept a vacation, is if an employee terminates or leaves or resigns or however, it doesn't work here 
care anymore. They only get paid out for their vacation, not their PTO. That's good. And that makes so sense. that's why I separate. We have paid time off, PTO, 70 hours when you, um, when you hire, and then uh, vacation. That's a pretty good deal. You guys hiring? Because I'm going to come work for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. But no, it's – and there are – so there's a lot of open positions, and I'm assuming they could find those at portico.org, correct? Correct. And is that the best place to look at the job openings, or do you suggest yeah. they go to Indeed? Um, that's the Porter County website. That will have – all of them all the time indeed we'll have only the specialized ones like when we need an engineer or something like that okay so greg uh just so you know we're about 25 minutes in do you want to grab a station identifier real quick sure this is 103.1 fm uh this is wvlp and you're listening to Porter County Buzz, and one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host on the other end is Andy Bozek. And today we've got an awesome uh, guest, uh, Rhonda Young from the Porter County um, HR Department. And just telling us all about things with the county and how to apply if you want to apply for one of our jobs and the benefits and and the, the trials and tribulations of her her job. <laughs> It's kind of wild. So what's your history, Rhonda? What, what, when you said you started in the county and got promoted to this HR position, how did you get involved in Porter County or just in in general in government? Because I know you also said you had some government experience. Yeah, back in 99, I worked at the clerk's office and um, Porter County clerk's office, the Valpo one and Portage one. Oh, and wow. then, I, then I left to go work in a, in a law office and stayed there for 15 years. And then... Went to work for Lake County government. Oh, I'm sorry. And then I came. <laughs> Anything you think about Lake County is 100% true. <laughs> wow. I was just teasing, but that's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I came back here. And what were you doing when you first came back to, to Porter County or to before was, the HR position? Um. I was an executive assistant for the commissioners, and at that time it was two positions combined. So it was executive commissioner, executive assistant, and um, HR assistant, I think it was called. Awesome. So you've been through a lot of different changes through the last 10 years, 8 years, however long it's been. It's been quite a few uh, different commissioners coming in, different council people coming in, obviously a lot of new department heads, um, dealing with new people that bring new headaches. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. I have. So you got any funny stories you can tell without using names or is that too personal? No, I got or has it. your office ever been haunted? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was getting my car washed in Valpo. I was you know, it was one of the I don't know, a couple of years ago, one of the car washes that you you sit and wait for it. And then I sit and wait, I get a phone call from one of our departments that our employees just slapped the Jimmy John guy delivery person. <laughs> what? <laughs> right across the face. He was he was dared. So he... I was in the car wash, you know, and it's kind of loud, and so people could hear this person, the department head, talking through my phone, and their eyes were oh. so big. I had nowhere to hide. I couldn't go to my car. I just had to tell them, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he really did it. He smacked him, huh? Yeah, he got Darren and slapped him. Wow. I mean, geez. He really did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was uh, that person still employed by the county, or did that no. change things? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Oh. He, was, he, was there just, <coughs> he said he was sorry. Well, I think afterwards you're going to have to tell me who that is, because he sounds fun. I want to go have some drinks with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Yeah, so that really did happen. (laughs) So any other other interesting ones, or? Um, Probably not as, now I can say it was funny, not back then, but some some things that I get into, they're they're not not fun. I've had to take uh, reports on vacations and investigate people and question people and witnesses, and I've had to take them on vacation because there's, you know, time limits and time frames. That's not fun, though. Oh, goodness. It (laughs) sounds like you're a union rep almost for the county. (laughs) I wish I I was, right? I'd have a a better book. Yeah. So what about... Yeah, go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. I, I would say, Ron, are there any things that, like, as, as the people are listening to this, kind of like a, you know, a, a, a do and a don't, or more of a don't, like uh, some suggestions you might have for people that, you know, as, as times changed, I know the workforce has changed pretty good too, um, or or quite a bit, I should say. Are there any some like things you can you can offer and say, you know, uh, years ago you might have gotten away with doing this, or it was common, but now you might not want to. You know, like I remember, dirty jokes used to be big, and now you 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 don't do that kind of stuff. You know, it's just... sexual harassment is not allowed, Greg. Well, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Are there some things that are coming around now that you've seen that people are are kind of surprised that wow, I'm I didn't know that this was a problem now, or that people are looking at things differently now, or or is it? And maybe there's not. I just figured I would I would ask. You know, so you can offer some some suggestions. The dirty jokes i mean that used to be all fine and good now and you know and but that's really bad and then um the relationships if you you have relationships with your co-workers that's really rough if that's happening now before oh. was, you know before you just didn't really talk about it well now everybody talks about it because there's social media so there is no hiding it anymore does that have to be disclosed to you as the hr person um no it doesn't unless it becomes a supervisory role then so then something's got to give okay. either the relationship or your job <laughs> mm-hmm. oh wow yeah that and is sense. that a pretty much standard just about everywhere where people work yes just now before people used to hide it but now with social media your business is out there all over the place oh so yeah there, there isn't really hiding at all anymore now, what if uh, what if people are married before they or or they're married at work? Does that change anything, or is it more just dating? They just can't supervise. Oh, okay. Any supervision, and then um, the people, most people, they have the you know when I get the calls, they've been bullied or harassed. Well, I wish you know it just because your supervisor yells at you, does that mean that's harassment or bullying? So. They really, you know, that, that's what they feel like. If they get yelled at, I'm not saying that a lot of people do, but they get yelled at, they want to go right away to the bullying or harassment. Mm-hmm. So how do you navigate through that? Well, I have them come in, and I have them, when they make the appointment, I'll have them already have a typed form. And to see, if, you know, when, so when they come in, they have their typed letter, and I'll make sure, do you want to, are you, you really want to file an official complaint? 
you know, let's look at the definition of bullying. Let's go through your letter. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but look, let's mm. look at both sides. Wow. When they have to write it themselves uh, and bring it to me rather than me write it, it takes a whole different spin. That's a oh. really interesting way to approach things, Rhonda. That's not how we do it at, at my work currently. And uh, actually, I'm going to approach my HR director tomorrow to talk about changing that. That's, I like that. Yeah, it makes them do kind of So you find work. yourself being a judge and a referee sometimes then, huh? Yes. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because they're never going to be happy. They're always going to think they're being retaliated against, even if they weren't. Or they could have been. I don't know. But they're always going to think that. It's just human nature. They filed. Now, mm -hmm. I filed this. Now, she looked at me wrong. Or he looked at me wrong. It's retaliation. It's really not the case. But they're always going to think that now. They're going to be on edge and on their toes. Which leads right. into a whole other, you know, suit. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You're, when you're dealing with this, you're, you're talking about people's livelihoods, but you're also think, talking about potential lawsuits against the county and taxpayer dollars. Yes. So, I mean, you've got to protect multiple things here. Yes. And wow. then sometimes I'm sure there's a boss that's wrong, and sometimes you need to reprimand the boss or the department head. Yeah, <laughs> and is... that's happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's happened more than the staff member, to tell you the truth. Wow. Now, now, when that happens, do people treat you as an equal? Do they treat you like, you know, it, that's got to be kind of rough, right? I mean, how they view you and then how they interpret the situation. And, boy, that's got to be tough to navigate through sometimes. Well, yeah, and I have to, you know, I have to be mindful of who I'm talking to, what the relationship they are with my boss, and when I'm going to get the phone call from my boss, you know, wow. it's hard. But, you know, the commissioners always know if I, if it's a department head, they know beforehand because they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're supervisors also. Mm -hmm. I'm just the equal, but it's, they're also have to answer to the commissioner. So I would always let them know before anything happens. What does our policy huh? say about disciplinary procedures? Do we have um, the ability to suspend and do all that time off without pay? Is that all part of it? Yeah, um, in the handbook we had the verbal and then the you know the written and the suspended, um, but then it also I wrote in there it gives the department head leeway. You don't have to follow that exactly. You know I did create um, a PIP employment employee improvement plan. Oh this, yeah yeah. Don't want to lose employees. Let's work right. with them. You know they're trained and we spend a lot of money invested in them. Let's just help them if they can be helped. Well, and I think a lot of employees, I know when I get disciplined, it's not the first thing I think about. The The reason for the discipline isn't to punish you or beat you down or make you feel like you did something wrong. It's to educate you and to hopefully help you remind yourself that I don't want to do this again. It's the same thing I tell my kids. But when I'm the one getting disciplined, it's not the first thing I think of. I'm like, screw you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, it's nice to know that, that people are more willing to help than to harm out of the gate. You know, it's a, yeah. you know, okay, something happened, but let's talk about it. What can we do to, to alleviate the situation and also keep people employed as much as possible? That's how I like to approach it. I mean, with HR, there are gray areas. I don't, I'm not termination happy. I'm not, you know, suspension happy and terminate happy. I'm just not. I'd yeah. rather 
one, let's get it right. If this person was a fantastic employee and then something's happened, now he's late for the last two weeks, let's talk to him. Because obviously there's something wrong. Yeah. And that did happen. Come to find out he was having problems with, uh, you know, the divorce, ex-wife, picking up the children and all that. So there was a reason why he just happened to be, started being late, you know, so. That's, that's awesome. And then you can help him. You or come up with a solution, right? Right. And he was embarrassed. <laughs> say anything and well and the other thing is is a lot of times um i guess from my perspective i feel that hr has always been you know it's a company it's a company thing it's there to protect the company but really it's also there to uh, protect the employee and it also gives them uh, a person to listen to because i know if i have a problem with my boss well my boss owns a company who am i going to go to (laughs) you know at least gives you someone to talk to and, and document what happened yeah, that's true. You know, and I try to tell them that HR is here. It's actually they're here for the employees. They really are. Well, maybe they watch too much of The Office. I don't know if you've seen The Office with Toby. <laughs> 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 I'm just teasing. You're not in the what's it? The extension? The, ba- <laughs> the, the I forget what that was called back there. <laughs> So, so Rhonda, what's up with you personally? Are you, um, are you, you're from the Porter County area? Were you born and raised here? Or? Yep. Um, I live in Portage, born and raised in Portage. Oh, awesome. Um, I have, I have, uh, my husband's lieutenant of the state police. Oh, I didn't know and, that. Yeah. He's a lieutenant. Really... He's been on. For yeah. So be careful, Andy, or you'll get pulled over and uh, you're going to get that ticket. I'm going to get a ticket and I'm going to get HR'd all in the same interview. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been on for 34 years. And where does he got a report yeah. to? Is that uh, Lafayette or something? He, or? Uh, he has the area of the Illinois line to Elkhart. His post is on the toll road. Oh, goodness. Okay. Oh. So he's in charge of that. He drives there every day. Wow. He's post. Well, then, I, uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Thank you for his service. And for protecting and serving oh. us. I'll tell him. <laughs> we have two daughters. They both oh, awesome. went to IU Bloomington for their undergrad. That's and awesome. I have, and one of them's in Dallas, Texas, going to law school. And the other one lives in Noblesville and married with my first grandson. <gasps> Congratulations. Thank you. He's adorable. And you spent some time down there over the break, right? Oh, yeah. I did. I went there for Christmas. She can't get rid of me. I'm there at least <laughs> twice on the weekends a month. <laughs> oh, I would be too as a grandma. That's awesome. How old's the the grandbaby? Nineteen months. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, you can't miss anything. Yeah. They change so quickly. You gotta go down twice a month. <laughs> yeah. I tell her all the time I'm just happened to be in the area in Noblesville. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. That's too and funny. And my other daughter will graduate law school she's uh in her second year oh that's cool. year. so did you go to law school as well or did you just work with the law offices just worked with the law office oh so that maybe got her interested though i think so i don't know my husband and i would you know of course i was i did a lot of criminal defense and he called it the dark side because he was a <laughs> cop so <laughs> a lot of heated conversations and i guess it always interested her i guess <laughs> See, what interested me about being a lawyer is the money. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, who knows. Or, or she wanted three four years of mom and dad putting the bill. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I just wasn't smart enough to be a lawyer, so that wasn't a concern for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the day in life in the in, in HR. <laughs> so you are actually in the big white building, the admin building? Yes. And my office is actually back where the commissioners are. Okay, and if a, a county employee wanted to c come meet with you, are th how does that work? Do they need to set up a meeting? Do they just walk in? What kind of uh, process do they need to follow? Um, I usually like them to call, you know, to make an appointment, but I, I'll, so many people just drop in. And then, I, I mean, if I don't have a meeting, I'll meet with them. So they, I, I would probably say more people just drop in than call. But if I don't have anything going on, I'll just meet with them. <laughs> <laughs> What about involving, um, so Scott McClure is our county attorney for the commissioners. Um, how often does he get involved? Or do you use, do you have a, a, another law firm that you guys use for more um, employee-related things? No, we just use him. Um, he doesn't get involved unless I have a question mm -hmm. um, about something or um, if it comes to like a pretty severe investigation, I had to do a big, long report and um, executive, they went to an executive session over it. It was a big deal, so he got involved in that one. But uh, okay. stuff he does not. Great. You were very quiet. Did you say it didn't happen that often? Yeah, yes, it does not happen that often. I don't know why Greg's whispering now. Yeah, I don't hear him. He said that's terrible. Oh, I can't hear him. It sounds like he's 15 foot away from his mic. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we might have lost Greg for the rest of the show. <laughs> Hello. I can I hear you, but it's uh, quiet. Okay. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> well, that's all we could ask for, Greg, is improvement. We're just looking for improvement. Yeah. And Rhonda, if you could go ahead and put together a five-step plan for improvement for Greg. Sure. We'll get that <laughs> put that on your agenda <laughs> so Rhonda one of the biggest things um, not though I, I won't say the biggest things but one of the big projects that we tackled last year was the payroll study and I know you were leading that up because I kept bugging you so can you tell us a little bit about that process how it worked what it was what they did and how it ended up um, yeah the company that we used uh, I had uh, found with a lot of reviews they've did the majority of the 92 counties in indiana they have used this company so they're very really familiar with county government and i had sent them all of the job descriptions that we would had and then they sent came back with those job descriptions and for each employee each full-time employee they did a questionnaire and so the employee had to do the questionnaire the department head elected official reviewed it signed it we what were they asking? Like, what do they do? Yeah, what do you do in the day-to-day? -day? Like, they were based off the job descriptions that I had already sent them, mm -hmm. older ones. So they were just, you know, some of them were old, and obviously. So they, they talked about, like, we'll just say the stormwater. We didn't have a drone when those job descriptions were made back then. Yeah, yeah. So they would go into more detail about what it does and the GIS and the mapping and got more into the nitty-gritty stuff that our job descriptions had previously. So all these job descriptions, all, every employee had to fill it out. The department head had to review it and um, sign it, and then we would send it back. Then there was an interview process that the department had set up with the wage company. But I was involved in every step. I had to, 
actually, I'm the one who sent them all back. I'm the one who sent them all out. I checked off the names who gave <laughs> to me. Um, and then I set up all the appointments for the interviews. And them. you handled the thousand questions we had as a council. When's this happening? When's this happening? When's yeah. this happening? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so how many employees do we have so people understand how big this process was? Is it 600 or something? We have like six, it's about 660 full-time employees. It's a lot of job descriptions. <laughs> it was a there was a lot of job description and everything is it's so different and so unique i mean just say the airport who has that you know <laughs> <laughs> just things like that were so unique it was a big job oh that sounds super interesting too i, I mean so they took these job depart or these these positions and then they if I correct me if I'm wrong, but they 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 put them on a scale, right? And kind of like if there was a clerk in this department doing the same job in another department, now they're on the same level, correct? Or can you word that better? <laughs> yes, I mean that's exactly what they did. They um they cleaned up all the exempt and non-exempt, and cleaned up all the categories. And I guess when you're in a wage study, which I didn't even know this, when you're in a wage study company, the categories are very important. So they had to do that first. And um, then they did with our location because we compete with Chicago and we compete with the mills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they had a geographical also. It was just a lot. They really did a great job. And when they presented to us as a council, if I if I remember correctly, you had um, this is where your salary it was salary ranges. So for example, um, a, a highway department worker, and I'm making up numbers here. It's definitely not these numbers. They were saying should be making between twenty to thirty thousand, and then here's the midpoint, twenty five thousand. So they gave us a low, a middle, and a high number. Am, am I correct? Yes, and the high number was with inflation. Yeah, that's and yes. Twelve or thirteen percent. And that was crazy. Yeah. So we were able to take these, and we were able to identify departments that had people that, for example, were doing a similar job or very, very similar job as someone else in another department that works for us, same county, and one employee was making a couple hundred dollars more a week, or maybe that might be a little off, but a hundred dollars more a week. So we were able to not um, lower the other person's pay, but increase their pay so we've we brought everyone into parity now so everyone is at least in their job category making similar amounts of money am i correct yes and it really helped really really um helped with morale too oh you heard it, positive oh that's great yeah it was i mean everyone i mean of course you're going to get some people you know they think they make this or whatever but for the yeah. majority say 90 percent of them were thrilled oh that's amazing I didn't hear that feedback yet, so that's, that's yeah, really good to hear. We received that many raises, and then you guys gave us stipends on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I, never got <laughs> large of a ever. Well, and what we were doing was was trying to fix these pay discrepancies that we've had for many years, and some of them that we've helped create. So we're trying to fix all those so that going forward, now these people will be paid what they should be paid, and not be some of them way underpaid, and and some of them were found to be overpaid. Not that they got a pay cut, but they were found to be that, um, not, not, I'm not going to say overpaid, but overpaid for what the market was saying they should be paid. Yes, absolutely correct. Because I truly believe that everyone for the county is underpaid. Everyone needs to make more. Granted, there's not tax money to do that. <laughs> yeah. We've got a lot of great people. 
think everyone was happy with it. I mean, I think it showed them what they're worth, you know, in their eyes, finally. They've been saying this, they've been saying that. Or maybe the people that, you know, maybe they were a little surprised that they are in the market, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and we had heard, you know, in the past we have done, when I've been on the council, we've done flat increases, you know, $2,000, $3,000 stipend. We've done percentage increases. We've done these different increases. But if you do a percentage increase and these people are out of parity or not in line for what their other department or another department's doing, um, then you have problems because now you're just making the discrepancy worse when you're doing a flat 3% pay raise across the board type of thing. So that was something else that we took into consideration. And you guys capped it at 20%. So, I mean, that just showed you some of the, the wages were so low that someone could actually get a 20% raise. But that's what it came back as. Right, right. And some of those people were very underpaid and been with us for a long time. A long time. Yeah, absolutely. And like I will say, though, as we talked earlier, there are a lot of other benefits for the county. So, you know, there's not it's not just we have good pay. It's and it's not just good people, but there's the, I always go back to the time off, the PTO time, the uh, 32 sick or 32 uh, vacation days. You guys, you get a year, whatever. I know it's not there. I'm joking. Um, but, you know, those are all benefits. And I, I think it's a good place to work. It's a great place to live. Yeah, Monday through Friday, 8.30, 4.30, for the most of us, you know, um, the time off, the PTO, the vacation, I mean, you start off at um, your first six months, you get five vacation days and 70 hours PTO. Wait, six me months. and Greg get five vacation days? I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> no, you're elected official. <laughs> <laughs> so elected <laughs> officials, they don't get vacation time, correct? I mean, yeah, I'm not asking for us, we're part-time anyway, but... We just like calling you guys get treated differently. (laughs) (laughs) But on the flip side of things, not that Greg or I, and I'm speaking for Greg because he's still really quiet. Greg, you there? Oh, my goodness. Yes, he's super quiet. I heard he's there. Oh, wait, he just got louder for a second. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't last. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember what I was going to say before I started laughing. You're talking about your vacation days as councilman. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's the other thing. So, as well, and that, that speaking of, and we saw it in Lake County, um, I think his name was Michael Brown or something like that. But you don't have to, as an elected official, yes. that's the crazy thing. You don't have to show up to work. You don't have to do anything. You sit there and still collect a paycheck. Granted, you probably won't get reelected. Uh, you might, but you probably won't. Right. Um, and, again, that's I say me and Greg, we don't practice that. We, we show up, so... Yes. Yeah, I mean, that was a big deal. I think they're going to start cracking down on that because, you know, they used to say that if you're elected official, you only had to show up one day a year. But <laughs> now with, with the county, it's really broken the, the door. I think they're going to start watching it. Good. Good. I mean, because people are milking the system, taking advantage. And it's, as the saying goes, one person breaks something for everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, you mentioned earlier in the, the, earlier in the, the interview, let me hear myself back, um, that um, exempt and non-exempt. Exempt and non-exempt. Yes. Yes. Greg, are you there? Greg, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, but now I'm hearing an echo. Yeah, Whatever you did, now I hear an echo. Now I hear an echo. Oh, my God. Rhonda, can you hear the echo? Rhonda, can you hear the echo? 
All right. Now we lost Rhonda. We're down to the last nine minutes of the show. We did pretty good. Well, now um, we are waiting on Greg to return. We've got Rhonda for some reason has, I don't think it is on her end, but on my end, um, she lost connections. So we are waiting on her. So I apologize to our listeners. Um, right now you're experiencing a little dead air as we wait for more people to get on. Greg, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, but barely. Yeah, tech tech can be a, a great uh, thing, and this allowed us to record from home today. You know, I'm at my house, Greg's at his house, Rhonda was at her office, and we were able to um, accomplish this without being in in the same room. But at the same time, there is some negative. It looks like Rhonda's back. Rhonda, you're with us. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know, but you're back now. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of feel a little dead air while you're gone. So, Rhonda, tell us a little bit. What's the um, difference between an exempt employee and a non-exempt, and why does it matter? Okay, an exempt employee, usually they have a professional and supervisory roles and a certain salary threshold. They do not punch in and out. They still keep track of their hours. They still have the PTO. They still have vacation. Usually those people work way more than seven hours a day. The non-exempt people people are the non-exempt. You have to punch in and out, and you can be t- entitled to overtime. You can be entitled to comp time, and there's a certain threshold, salary threshold, that you have to be non-exempt. It's all spelled out on which category you are. Um, but if you are exempt, you don't get time and a half or comp time. If you're non-exempt, you, you get both. Oh, I see. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, are exempt. And that that's so that's based on um, the federal law, and then you guys as HR determine what an employee is. Correct? Yeah, I know it can be confusing at, the- at times, right? Right. It's, sometimes it's like a fine line. Um, their salary, like a like an executive assistant, their salary has to um, be like fifty four thousand and have supervisory roles. Well, mm. we have a lot of executive assistants that don't make fifty four thousand and but don't supervise anybody. So you can meet some of the criteria, but not all of it. And to be exempt and non exempt, you have to meet all of it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, yeah, that's I, I know when I was on the council previously in 18, when you rewrote all this book, um, that was a, a lot of the conversations going on is who's exempt, who's not exempt. Um, do we owe these people PTO? Do we not? Um, and, and, and whatnot. So the exempt people, they don't get the PTO. Is that, is that right? No, they still get PTO. They still get vacation. They just don't get comp time or time and a half. That's what it was. That's what it was. OK. Yeah, that was a really big deal. Remember that? I do, and I remember it being a big headache, and some people were very upset as the decisions were being made. Yes. But and like everything, yeah, they're going to have upset people. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And you're just the one trying to decipher the code, and people were yeah. mad at you. <laughs> yeah, and hide. Now I don't have yeah. to hear the yelling. 
So what new things do you got coming up in HR? Do you guys got any headaches, any big changes? Um, are you guys any new plans with department or just kind of well, keeping your head above water? Taking quotes. I've got two. I have another one tomorrow. I'm going to have, I want um, manager training um, for all the elected officials if they want to come, but department uh-huh. heads. And because I think it's, you should have that at the beginning of the year for a new transition. You know, some of them are transitioning from friend to supervisor. Oh, um, yeah. I want someone to come here like three hours, do it half a day, and do management training. Um, like I said, I have a, another call tomorrow to get a quote. Because I want them certified. I don't want somebody just, you know, does it as a side job. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to have live, live, live feed. I think we need to start training, in my opinion, training more of the, the department heads. I think that's where we lack. You know, yes. we make them department heads, and, but we, we throw the handbook at them and say good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and while you're talking, something that I went through um, when I first became an elected official was this, I was on the shared, well, right before I became an elected official, was on the shared ethics committee. And that was... Um, an eye-opener for a lot of things that I wouldn't have thought of that could potentially be an ethical question. So just a thought, too, as you're doing your training, you might want to ask the the Shared Ethics Committee to come in if you're doing the department heads because we are, as a county, part of that organization as well. I'm writing it down. Yeah, we just I just went to an ethics training at Avalon just about a month ago. Yeah, yeah, it's a great group. But some of the stuff they come up with, um, is really like I, I remember, and I don't remember what the answer was, but they, the, one of the questions they said, "Well, guy's going down the road. He works for the municipality. Municipality. He's a garbage man. He's picking up garbage, and he sees a nice TV laying on the side of the road. Is he able to pick that up?" Well, it turned out, you know, there's there's many ways to look at it, but one of the ways that we had looked at it was, well, he's on municipal time. He can't be using his time for the personal use of picking that TV up. He's got to come back later and grab it. That kind of thing, but you know, it's it's not my that answer is not right. There's not a right or wrong cut and dry answer, but it it, it allowed you to think about different things that uh, may or may not apply to you or your position. Yeah, that would have been a tough one. That was a good one. Good question. Yeah, I didn't come up with it, and I didn't have a good answer. But <laughs> we had a team. Well, what about like a, are they allowed yeah. to do that on a lunch hour or a break? I don't know if you heard him, Rhonda. He said, no. "Are they allowed to do that on a lunch hour or a break?" Well, our lunch hour, we don't get paid for it, so I guess you would be able to. You can't make them do it on their personal time. That's mean. You're mean. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think that we need some more training for the department. Um, That's my goal this year, see what I can get done as far as, you know, coming out and getting certified. certified if, if they allow you to record these training sessions, too, so you can show new department heads, but also for us elected officials that have jobs Monday through Friday, you know, it's hard for me to get out and go to something like that. So right. if there was a YouTube link or something I could just watch, it would really help me out. Yeah, I think and a lot of them, that I, well, the two that I've talked to so far, I've gotten quotes for, they say that they would give me a link, you oh, know, that'd be great because I want them, I want it for new hires, too. Yes. Yeah, make it part you of know? the onboarding package. Right, I want to get a, like a, a link and for all the on the sexual harassment training and the bullying training. So I think that every new hire should have to watch this five minute video. That'd be great. Well, Rhonda, I don't mean to cut you off. We're down to our last thirty seconds here. Normally, Greg would close us out, but nobody can hear Greg. 
So I will go ahead and close this out. You've been listening to WVLP 1031. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Andy Bozak. Uh, Greg, Andy Bozak. Uh, Greg Sims is the other co-host, who's the real quiet guy on the other end. And then our HR director extraordinaire for Porter County, we had Miss Rhonda Young on today. Rhonda, thank you for joining us. All right. Thank you both. All right. Have a great night, Rhonda. Don't hang up. Okay.